Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to talk about the fear of psi. Psi, P-S-I, is the term that parapsychologists use to refer to the phenomena that they study, which is basically, uh, in parapsychological language, extrasensory perception, including telepathy, clairvoyance, and precognition, and psychokinesis, or mind over matter, which could also include psychic healing, and questions related to survival of the human personality after physical death, post-mortem survival. Now, why should anybody be afraid of any of that? In fact, there are some parapsychologists I know and respect highly, you know, like Ed May, who says he's never encountered any fear of psi, and he doesn't think that uh, skeptics, for example, who are adamantly insisting on, on not accepting the data, that, that they're doing it based on subconscious motivations. I disagree. I think that the fear of psi is very, very real in our culture. You can see it all the time in horror movies, of course, or you could just take a look at all of the Facebook uh, groups related to the term paranormal and look at the kind of pictures that they show of graves and tombstones and uh, horrible things happening. Uh, and, and, of course, the horror movie market uh, is very real. Films like The Exorcist and Poltergeist have portrayed psychic phenomena in, in the most horrifying manner. But more than that, think about this. It's only about 300 years, which uh, in historical terms isn't that far away from us today, when witches were burned at the stake. And in fact, historians tell us that perhaps a hundred thousand witches were tortured and burned at the stake for exhibiting what, what their neighbors feared, some sort of psychic hex or spell or something that uh, caused them to uh, be frightened. And actually, even today in some countries, I think particularly in Africa, witches are still persecuted. Or people who are assumed to have psychic powers are persecuted. So, there's the fear that somebody who has psychokinetic abilities might use it in a negative way toward oneself. And uh, one needs to protect oneself against that. But there are many other fears. Uh, I want to talk about, in addition to the fear of psi, something known as the beginner's effect. I find it over and over again in parapsychology research and in many informal interactions that I've had with people that when I introduce them to some form of psychic functioning, like remote viewing, the very first time they try it, they're naive, but they're open-minded, and they uh, give it a shot, and wow! like 100% accurate, and then it shuts down. Uh, another expression of this might be the decline effect, which has been reported in some parapsychological experiments, but there could be other causes for the decline effect, such as boredom, doing card-guessing tests. But fear of psi, if you are um, first encountering paranormal experiences, the, you, you can generate a lot of excitement, like, oh, wow, look what I can do. But then, 
you begin to wonder, do I need to be responsible for this? What if I get a precognitive uh, dream that uh, somebody who is close to me is going to be killed in a car accident and then it happens? Am I guilty because I didn't warn them? Now, th this is not just a uh, fantasy. I know of such a case. And I know of many other cases, frankly, where psychic phenomena can be really frightening and legitimately so. But that aside, let's suppose even if it's not a, a frightening instance, if I have foreknowledge about a, a potential terrible event, an accident, a shooting, a um, disaster of some sort, that places a burden on me. What am I to do with that knowledge? I personally had such an experience when Ted Owens, the PK man who I studied for some 10 years, called me up on one occasion and, and said, uh, Jeffrey, this is the most important phone call you will ever receive. You must contact the United States government and tell them not to launch the next space shuttle flight because my UFOs are going to knock it out of the sky. That was right before the Challenger launch in 1986. And I uh, felt a certain burden. Who was I to contact? Why would they believe me? Why should I do it? And in, in the end, I didn't do anything. But there we lost a space shuttle. So there's the question of burden. But another question is, will people think I'm crazy? How will people judge me if I claim to have some sort of psychic or intuitive knowledge? Isn't it a bit egotistical? Aren't people going to think I'm a bit crazy? Now, there was a physicist, Burge, who, uh, for whom the Burge Physics Building at the University of California, Berkeley was named. And he actually, I found in the library at UC Berkeley when I was a student, a monograph he had written about parapsychology. And it was his conclusion, not only that there was nothing to the field, he says, but this is a dangerous field to get into because people who study parapsychology risk going insane. Now, I don't know any parapsychologists who have gone insane. I can say that. I think that uh, mental health problems uh, amongst parapsychologists are no different than the population at large. But there is this fear of either going insane or being thought insane because you're coming up with belief systems that uh, are characteristic sometimes of psychotic delusions. In fact, I will say this, I hear on a regular basis from people who tell me that they are being attacked psychically by government mind control. And my suspicion is, I don't have proof, but my suspicion is that a good many, if not all of these people, are suffering from forms of uh, schizophrenia, paranoia. Now, we don't know the causes of all of uh, these diseases. There are some good literature that suggests there could be uh, forms of psychic attack, not government mind control, but other forms of uh, psychic invasion that could uh, mimic that sort of thing. Uh, Wilson Van Dusen 
a uh, psychologist, long deceased, but a man I met and greatly respected, uh, wrote about the presence of spirits, and he meant it in the world of madness. He was the chief psychologist at Napa State Hospital in California, big mental institution at the time. And uh, he felt that the psychotic patients were actually suffering from uh, spiritual uh, disturbances by spirits, by negative spirits. And that, that raises a whole other topic, uh, which I have addressed in the past and will address again, concerning psychic self-defense. But the question of fear is, is what I want to address today. So there may well be legitimate reasons to be afraid. Certainly, take in, in my case, just studying parapsychology has, has created a certain stigma, not only for me, but I can tell you this, every parapsychologist I know has their war stories. Now, in my case, it was quite extreme because uh, there was an enormous amount of opposition when I uh, obtained my doctoral degree in parapsychology. Uh, the skeptics uh, launched a, I, they're not real skeptics either, the pseudo-skeptics is probably a better word because they're already convinced uh, of their position. A true skeptic is skeptical of their own beliefs, but these pseudo-skeptics launched an effort to get the university to revoke my doctoral degree. And uh, to some degree, they were successful. Uh, however, at the end, I prevailed, but uh, then I was attacked, I was libeled. And I had to fight a libel suit that uh, lasted for six painful years of my life until I was able to vindicate my name. So that's a real risk. That's a real reason uh, for people to be careful when they engage in this field, even though it's a field where, uh, while the guardians of uh, reality and society and the scientific and academic communities often look down on parapsychology, the truth is that uh, surveys such as Gallup surveys show that the general public is favorably disposed to this field because, well, why not? Two-thirds of the population are having psychic experiences and, and know it. So, the fear of going insane, the fear of having other people think you're going insane, the fear of being under psychic attack uh, are some of the fears uh, that cause people to close down after they first experience psychic functioning. Now, I could go on and on and list other fears uh, related to, for example, career advancement. But I think I've made the point. And at this point, for those of you who are viewing, and I presume at some point I may do a survey of people who are viewing the In Presence series to find out more about you and what you want and how I can best assist you. But I presume many of you are interested in cultivating your own psychic abilities. I know that some of the most popular video conversations that I've released are about training, remote viewing, training psychokinesis, learning how to use ESP. And in my opinion, to be good at it, you need to take a look and see what fears are there in the back of your mind 
regarding psychic functioning and how are you dealing with those fears? I know in my case, I've been kind of, I don't know, maybe just bold and reckless. I, I can't say that I've ever let those fears stop me, but frankly, maybe I have. Maybe I would be doing much more in the way of remote viewing and psychic functioning myself instead of being the guy who talks about it on video. So, yes, it's something I need to look at as well. I'll leave you with that thought. Thank you for being with me.